This episode is sponsored by Quirkytude.com. So if you haven't checked out the website, please check it out at www.quirkytude.com. Welcome to Quirkytude, the podcast where we talk about all the little silly things that make us who we are, because life is too short to live in hiding. My name is Janie, and I'm your host. Buckle in, because things are about to get quirky. How are you? I hope you are doing well. Thank you again for tuning into the Quirkitude podcast. I would like to invite you to check out the Quirkitude website at quirkitude.com. I am also available on Instagram and Twitter at, at the Quirkitude. I also have a couple of TikTok videos if that is what you're interested in. Please join the conversation. We can have lots of fun. Today's episode is all about motherhood and pregnancy during the pandemic. Definitely one for the books, totally different, and I've got a lot to say. But I thought the perfect guest for this episode would be Marelli. We both just recently had babies, and we are both moms to two beautiful little baby girls, and we just wanted to discuss everything that we experienced and share that with you because it was such an isolating experience being pregnant during the pandemic that we know for sure that there are other women out there who feel this way. Prior to getting pregnant, I always had this idea of what pregnancy and motherhood would be like from watching my sisters and other friends around me experience it. However, you really don't know what it's like until you go through it, but then you really don't know what it's going to be like when you go through it in the middle of a pandemic. So I won't keep you here very, very long. Please help me in welcoming Marelli to the podcast. Hi, welcome to the podcast, Marelli. How are you today? Thank you. Thanks for having me back. I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. I wanted to talk about something that we both just recently went through and perhaps somebody listening can relate to this, but it's both pregnancy and motherhood during this pandemic. During crazy times, huh? Definitely crazy and not what, you know, the typical pregnancy slash motherhood is. Yeah. Out of the ordinary for sure. So how was your pregnancy experience compared to like the traditional route? How was it during the pandemic for you? Well, everything but traditional. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, it was my first pregnancy, of course. So I have nothing to compare it to, but just seeing, I guess, how other people's pregnancies go. It was very different. I mean, I didn't even get to have my husband at the appointments. That's a big one. That definitely is a big one. So just to give the listeners a little bit of background, I had a baby eight months ago. Marily, you had a baby 10 months yeah, ago? Yeah, 10, 10 and a half months ago. And so that was like peak pandemic, right around the time that vaccines, actually vaccines weren't out yet, right? They weren't, um, but I think we were already a year into the pandemic, right? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Yes, we were like a year in. We didn't have any vaccines and we weren't able to have our husbands at the apartment. So Julian was able to go to the first one, but was Ryan allowed? Okay. 
you're actually right. Ryan was able to go to the first couple of ones with my regular doctor. Um, side note, I had a high risk pregnancy, so he was able to go to the regular appointments, but he wasn't allowed into the high risk uh, doctor's office. So the high risk, how, was that mainly? I mean, I, after you were. I uh-huh. wish it was, of course, nice that he got to be at the other ones, but I do wish he could have been with me to the high risk one because that was kind of like, you know, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I actually was also had some visits with the the high risk doctor. And I think those were the scariest appointments ever. No. So he was the very last two because for some reason they changed the you know the regulations what? around that. I think it was after the vaccine. Yeah, were out. That, you know what? Yeah. Very similar. Um, I think Ryan came only to the very last one at the high risk doctor. But the other one, I mean, it was so. Hard. It was. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help that I'm like awkward and I I felt awkward, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was it was different, but. Everybody there would just kind of like be in the waiting room and it's just like women by themselves, which is the complete opposite. You know, usually you have, if not your partner, you know, your mom, mm-hmm. your sister, somebody, but it's something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's always with you. Were you able to have him on FaceTime or like a video? You were? Yes. FaceTime. FaceTime was allowed. I wasn't allowed to record, but um, we could have FaceTime. We never actually did it, though. Yeah, same here. I wanted to record. They told me no. (laughs) And then Julian was working, so he couldn't do the FaceTime. So it would be really interesting. Like I'm thinking right now to hear what other women felt like during these times. It would be. So if you're listening and you've you went through the pregnancy during this pandemic and weren't able to have your mom, your sister, or your husband, your partner, a friend, anybody with you. I mean, how did that feel? I know for me, it was terrifying and scary because it was also my first pregnancy. So first, you don't know what to expect. It was just a terrifying situation to be in because it was the first pregnancy, second, you're alone. And then third, you're in this high risk situation and you don't know what to expect. It was really a really vulnerable and lonely time. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was really frustrating to see that people could go um, to the mall or they could go different places. I don't know. It's just like really, I, I think one, maybe I was really hormonal, but it triggered me to see people just like being able to have parties or do other things, but we couldn't have our husbands with us at an appointment. I see what you mean. Cause it feels like, okay. Having our husband there was way more important than going to a party. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause I think it was around that time that they were allowing indoor gatherings again. It was just a crazy, crazy time. But another thing that was not traditional for me was just not having a baby shower. I always like imagined that, I don't live near family, but I imagine that I would go, <laughs> go back home they would and throw you they would throw me one. I know that's real pretentious. We're like, they were just going to throw me a party, but I, that I would be around, you know, I mean, my sisters. Probably and I'm sure it would happen. Probably. 
be around my mom and my sisters and probably like my cousins or whatever. And then, you know, I've been to my sister's baby showers, of course, and they always played that, you know, measure the belly with the toilet paper, how many toilet paper squares, um, how big is the belly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not that that would have been fun, but I just always imagine like these games, like these baby shower games. And that was just not a, not a thing. Not at all. Everything was drive drive uh, through baby showers. So, did you have a drive through baby shower? I didn't. I I had zero baby showers. Um, okay. I I mean, at work they kind of did a little mini one where they brought me gifts, but of mm-hmm. course, there's only a few people allowed in there, so that was a, a mini one, I guess. But no, what I did is I did a live gender reveal and. Mm-hmm. Um, posted like a, a gift registry on there and that was mm-hmm. the closest thing to a baby shower that was really smart that you did that because we also did a gender reveal but we didn't <laughs> we were like so impulsive we found out and we couldn't like keep it to ourselves and we had the envelope and we didn't have anybody else to hold it for us so we were very impulsive and so we got the envelope and then like the next day we just planned this. <laughs> live event gift registry or anything yes i remember i got like the facebook banner like i purchased it from etsy because i wanted it to be cute but a facebook planner oh my god yes for the event i know i spent five dollars what do you mean like a like a planner sorry but like a planner with like the facebook logo I'm confused no not a planner the the banner the banner for the event so it would say like yeah, it was like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or some something or other. I, I don't remember. You said I would have to look back at it. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. The banner, the Facebook banner for the event. Okay. Yeah, I didn't have that. So that was actually pretty smart. But my coworkers also threw me a small gathering, but it was like a joint baby shower or like a joint baby shower with a coworker of mine. So it was it was interesting because I get really awkward in front of people. And especially large groups of people. Um, so it was a little bit of pressure off yeah. of like the attention being on, on me. But it was it was fun. Yeah, but it was but it was fun. It just wasn't like I am I'm gonna sound like total bitch, but I didn't it was like it didn't have like the traditional like I don't know, like Mexican games, like like loteria. Like I wanted those that. like little like mint. Yeah, because like, you know, and then the game where you like drink out of the bottle. I don't know if that's a Hispanic game necessarily, or it's just a game that we do at Hispanic baby showers. I'm not sure. More. I don't know. You want a fruit salad. Um I wanted the fruit <laughs> salad. I wanted the little mints. You know the little mints? Yeah, the colorful <laughs> or ones, the little the pastel color ones. Yes. And then like the the ribbons with the little plastic pacifiers, like that people wear that you steal off each other if you're crossing your legs or whatever and then whoever has the most you know like that I don't know you know what I have something funny to tell you about um when I did the live we did the live um I we did Facebook and Instagram and I don't have a Facebook so it was mainly that was so my husband could invite all his friends and family or whatever and on my Instagram I did mine a private one so mm-hmm. the way Instagram was set up is that I could uh, block people that I didn't want to watch. 
to watch the story. And basically what I did yeah. is I blocked my coworkers that are on there because nobody at work knew yet. So I, I Oh, so nobody knew. Because I yeah, I was not telling my work yet or anything. So I went and I blocked all of them and I was so sure I got all of them. Well I didn't. <laughs> I missed um one of my mm. uh, guy coworkers that's on there and Oh, no. He actually joined the live, and I, I oh my saw God. his name pop up, and luckily I saw his name pop up so I could catch it, and I sent him a quick message, and I was like, please um, don't tell anybody at work. I was like, I I you know accidentally included you in the live, and I was like, no like disrespect, but I was trying to keep it only family and you know close friends but please yeah. don't tell anybody he's like just send me like a laughing emoji he was like it's okay don't worry and congratulations he was so sweet <laughs> <laughs> oh but he didn't tell anybody like yeah he didn't he really didn't and to this day i tell him like also pretty much you're my cousin because i invited you to my <laughs> to my gentle meal <laughs> with my family no but he's cool about it i just thought it was funny oh that's awesome dude that's awesome. He's a real one. He didn't yeah, like, he did I feel like anybody would have said something. Dude, I can't believe that. <laughs> you I never told me this. <laughs> that's crazy. I think that's awesome that he didn't say anything. That's hard. How did you manage to hide it at work? I didn't do a good job. Um, I just didn't say anything. And I... I guess I physically couldn't tell yet. And then once I, uh, I mean, of course, I still tried to, you know, dress a little bit loose and cover it up. But everybody told me they had no clue. You you didn't have, like, intense nausea? So I had it sometimes, but it didn't happen during work, luckily. It never, it oh, never happened to me. One time, what happened is I went to the restroom at work, and I started to feel dizzy. That that's it. Mm-hmm. And I literally sat down on the ground and tried to like just breathe and calm down, and it went away. But no, it never happened at work. Oh my gosh, I was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like. When I first told my coworker, like, I need I need to tell you something. She was like, you're pregnant. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I was, like, literally running down the hall, gagging. <laughs> oh, like, literally, like, you're so chill. You're so chill. And I was, like, the complete opposite. I was, like, running down the hall, gagging. Like, and I don't gag, like, silently, dude. Like, I don't. I'm just, like, ah! And then I would go into the restroom. And I, I have a phobia of throwing up, for those that don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure most people don't know. But I have, like, a severe phobia of throwing up. So, like, not only was I, like, gagging down the hall and then actually going into the restroom and gagging. Like, I would hyperventilate. And then, like, I grunt. Like, I was, it was just, it was a mess. So, yes, I think people were speculating. How far along were you when this happened at work? Oh, my God. So, like, I think I was, like, gagging, like, early November. So, I think, and I... Probably like a month in, oh. like not even. So like your I wasn't even like three months really in, and that. I was like gagging the hell. Yes, not because I mean maybe she could tell too, but I think it's 
the fact that I was gagging at everything and like running away and <laughs> screaming in the <laughs> restroom basically dude oh my god I was in that too but I'm so glad that that's over <laughs> that was like low-key like I threw up one time and it was at the house luckily um I think if I remember correctly, I was oh. drinking apple juice, apple juice or cranberry juice, one of those, and that did not go well. But luckily, that was my only time. Really? The my main problem was just feeling nausea, but it never turned into me mm-hmm. throwing up. I didn't play about that either. Like as soon as I was like, okay, I'm nauseous, I told the doctors that he could give me medicine. So maybe that's why I wasn't sick at work because I was like. I'm not putting up with this. If there's medicine, I'm taking it. Yeah, you were proactive about it. No, it took me a long time to actually get something because my doctor was super booked. And when I actually like went in and she actually, I actually got medicine for it. I remember the following appointment. I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) I like wanted to cry because it was so bad. Like, I don't know. I know that there's like the severe nausea, and that diagnosis, what is it? Hyper, oh God, what's that name? I can't think of the name. So once we got through like the worst part of the pregnancy, like actually when it came down to giving birth, was that more planned for you or how did that go? Um, It was planned because of the high risk they, they planned it mm-hmm. out. Um. For me to be induced, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, that didn't end up working out, so I ended up having a C-section. Okay. But definitely the whole thing was planned. And you had family in town that went? My parents were in town, yes, but of course they couldn't come to the hospital, mm-hmm. so they stayed at the house. My, my, my parents were there, and luckily the hospital allowed my husband for this because I don't know what I would have done without him at the hospital. Oh my that God. Yes. No. Um, oh, no, I cannot imagine giving birth without, without Julian there, without the husband, without anybody alone. That would be a lot. Mm-hmm. So mine actually was pretty, the pretty much the opposite where I was, I was supposed to discuss an induction date on my neck like at my next appointment but Mm -hmm. juniper decided to arrive early so it my water broke and i didn't even know it broke editing jamie here ah life happened when i was editing this episode i realized that for some reason i'm not sure if it was a file corruption a program error a recording error but the podcast stopped recording Marelli's part of the interview after this point. And so the rest, I'm talking about like 45 minutes, was just a one-sided conversation with myself. So there are still a lot of things that we wanted to share and a lot of things that we discussed in that episode. This is going to be part one of a two-part series on motherhood and pregnancy during a pandemic. Side note, I also really want to express how grateful I was for the experience of having the baby shower at work. I know it sounded like I wasn't very pleased with it, but I completely was. I 
wanted to just express how it was not what I expected in terms of I didn't get to experience this with my family and have all those traditional games that I grew up playing when my sisters were pregnant. So if you recently had a baby, if you are a mother, if you are debating experiencing pregnancy during this pandemic, please share your thoughts with us. You can do so on Instagram at, at the Quirkytude. You could also find us on Twitter. We are excited to discuss all of these issues with you. And we hope that after you listen to this, you feel a little less lonely because it can be rather isolating to experience all of these amazing things during a pandemic. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening. And remember that feel good energy that you give off when you finally embrace all you are without caring what others have to say. That's quirky too. And you are welcomed here, my fellow quirky. Join me again next time for the next Quirky Tube podcast.